Summit Medical Group is the largest physician-owned multi-specialty medical group in New Jersey. Now helping you live well and stay well with SMG Radio. Here's your host, Melanie Cole. Do you understand the deductibles of your health insurance policy? Of course you don't. Perhaps no aspect of health insurance is as confusing as understanding what the patient will pay and what the insurance company will pay. My guest today is Carolyn Dodd. She's the manager of patient accounts at Summit Medical Group. Welcome to the show, Carolyn. So let's start with some real basics because this is such a big, huge topic. What is a deductible? Absolutely. A deductible is the amount that you will pay for your health care services before your health insurance begins to pay anything. So if your amount is $1,500, basically you would have to pay that $1,500 in total before your carrier begins to pay whatever percentage they're responsible for and then deem you responsible for the remaining percentage. How are deductibles figured out? How do you know what your deductible is? Well, it's best for you to ask those questions when you're selecting your plan. Um, most patients, and sometimes they require or request that the providers know what their deductibles are, but when you're seeking out insurance health coverage, ask the question. They will tell you it's based on the plan that you choose. So then, if you've paid your deductible and you use the amount 1500 Yes. If you know that that is your deductible and you have to pay for services up to $1,500, what happens then? How do you know what your insurance company will pay after you've met that deductible? So if you once you select your plan in the beginning, and it should be explained to you that if you have a deductible, what your percentage will be, your percentage may be 30% and they'll pay 70 after you meet your deductible, that turns into a coinsurance. So coinsurance is, I have a $1,500 deductible. I've met that. Now, my plan says that they will pay 70%. I'm responsible for 30%. So as I seek services and have services, when I, those services are processed with my insurance carrier, the 70% they will pay, and then the 30%, my explanation of benefits, will deem me responsible for that. And there are certain services, basic services, that are covered under deductibles and coinsurances. That's my next question. How do you know what services are covered that you will have to pay to meet your deductible and what services are not going to be covered under your deductible? Well, it's kind of tricky, but the, there are basics out there, whereas uh, regular hospitalization, surgery procedures, typically those are applied to deductibles first. Then you may run into lab tests, MRIs, CAT scans, surgical costs, and things of that nature that may also be applied to your deductible. So basically, if you want to use it as a a, a guide saying that regular routine services are not normally covered or processed towards a deductible, but diagnostic procedures, more than likely, some of those will be. So that gets us into another confusing area, the copay. What is the difference between coinsurance and a copay? So, yes, some people get that confused as far as copay versus coinsurance. So, just remember that they're not the same thing. Your copay is that fixed amount that you have to pay when you go into a doctor's office, uh, and that's indicated on your card. More than likely, it'll be a $20 and even amount, or a $15 or a $10 copayment. Coinsurance, again, is that percentage 
that you would have to pay once you've met your deductible. Then copay goes toward the office, and copay does not go toward your deductible. If you pay that $10 or $15, that does not get counted off on that $1,500 deductible. Absolutely. Copay goes towards your office visit, and coinsurance goes towards those bigger procedures and those diagnostic procedures that may your carrier may deem and process towards your coinsurance. If you pay a copay for a well visit, for example, Carolyn, then does that, is there more payment expected? If you've paid your doctor's office $40, your copay, then for that well visit, will you still receive a bill or is that $40 pretty much what you pay? The $40 is pretty much what you pay. But basically for most plans in general, well visits are not, their copay is not required. So then when does a copay kick in? A copay kicks in if I go to the doctor for a sick visit. More than likely, again, that's when it only kicks in. If I, take, if I go to the doctor today and, and I'm just going for a routine exam, most plans allow you to have one routine exam and no copayments are required for that. But then all these other services that you may go to the doctor for, if it's a diagnostic or a sick visit, as we call it, then more than likely you will be responsible for a copayment. So aside from that yearly wellness or preventive visit, co-pays are when you go in for a sick visit. What about a specialist? A specialist, yes. Uh, when you go in to see a specialist as well, there is a separate copay, and those copays tend to be slightly higher. Uh, and again, that should be indicated on uh, a subscriber's card, indicating that uh, whatever the copayment insurance responsibility is for a specialist. How do you decide? your deductible. Is that based on your monthly premium? That could be lower if your deductible, if you're willing to have a higher deductible. How does somebody work that out for their budget? Well, in choosing a a plan, uh, you want the best value for your money, basically. Uh, So you have to ask yourself, which is better, a higher deductible plan or a low deductible plan? Um, For the most part, to get a low premium monthly, you would choose a most people choose a high deductible plan. And then it's the opposite for families who may have um, kids in sports or someone that has any type of chronic health problems. More than likely, they would probably choose a low-deductible plan for those active families. So it's basically a choice for the subscriber, the consumer, and uh, they just have to do the research and ask those questions and make the best plan and best choice for them. When we're looking at health care plans and going over whether you're going through the exchange or it's an employer plan, and you look at the family, is there a different deductible for each person in the family? Does it count together as a total family deductible that you have to meet before anybody's co-pays, co-insurance is paid? Well, there are plans that do have family deductibles, and they also have individual deductibles. And more than likely, when you're in a hospital, those family deductibles count that way as opposed to going to a doctor and then where the individual deductibles are applied in that aspect. But yes, there are deductibles, family, as well as individual. So now give us your best advice in the last few minutes, Carolyn, about sorting out deductibles, coinsurance, copay, and how to choose the right plan for you. Okay. I would certainly suggest that you ask the questions when you're choosing the plan. And basically, think of what your needs are for yourself and your family. 
if you, again, have a family who you think and feel that you're going to be going to the provider constantly, then you would look for something that better suits your needs as far as a lower deductible plan. If um, you're looking for a high deductible plan for whatever those aspects are in regards to that, then that, that choice would be for you. So basically is what your choices are, uh, what your needs are, ask those questions and make sure that you understand. And if not, then make sure you ask the one so that they can explain it to you, what your deductible is, what, what does it mean, when will you have to pay it, and what your out-of-pocket responsibility will be. So I'd like to just touch on that. We still have a few minutes. What is out-of-pocket responsibility? When And people hear there's a max on that, or once I've hit my out-of-pocket expense. Tell us about that. So your out-of-pocket expense is a set amount, whereas once you hit that, it's a set number that once you hit that with the insurance carriers, once that is paid, they are going to definitely pay everything at 100%. So you have your deductible, you have your copay, you have your coinsurance, and if I have, let's just say, a $1,000 out-of-pocket max, once I meet that, paying that out of my pocket, then my insurance carrier will pay any other balances that I may have at 100%. And just to clear this up for the listeners, because I found this part confusing when I was dealing with all of this, your out-of-pocket costs are over and above that deductible number, correct? Yes, it is. So if your deductible is $1,500 and your out-of-pocket max is 1000 then before they will pay at 100%, you're paying $2,500. Absolutely. That is really confusing for a lot of people. And just to finish up, what what do you say is preventive care? What do you consider, what do the insurance companies consider preventive care? Preventive care is, Lots of education, I would say, and basically having those routine services that you're keeping check on your health and making sure that that you're preventing any type of further uh, downgrade of your health. You come in for your annual wellness. You come in for your annual, for the ladies, they come in for their annual visit with their gynecologist. They may bring the children in for their annual. So that's the preventive care. We're preventing uh, any, any type of future bigger issues in regards to your health. And, that's and normally your sc- the, a lot of those are, are covered for most carriers. They allow and that's those. your screening and your immunizations Absolutely. and your other preventive services. Thank you for clearing this up, Carolyn. This was really great information. Thank you so much for being with us. You're listening to SMG Radio. For more information, you can go to summitmedicalgroup.com. That's summitmedicalgroup.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.